Well, this story is, uh, boy, it's becoming rather a big deal around Vancouver. We had it on Global News Hour on TV last night. Uh, B.C. Christmas tree shortage is predicted. Here to talk more about it is the president of the B.C. Christmas Tree Association from the farm down near Cultus Lake. We're joined by Paul Huskin. Mr. Huskin, Paul, good morning. Good morning. Good to have you with us, Paul. Let's uh, tell us a little bit about this uh, tree shortage that we're hearing and seeing so much about. Apparently, it's been coming for quite some time. Well, it's chronic, and uh, it's predictable because um, there's just not enough tree farmers in the province. There's probably 400,000 Christmas tree or 400,000 trees sold in the province every year. Only 100,000 are produced here. And so uh, it's a great time to be in the Christmas tree business because if you're growing a quality tree, you can sell everything you can grow right now. I can well imagine that. So what has it been, Paul? Uh, I know that uh, we don't have as many Christmas tree farmers as we once did. Mm-hmm. Has it proven to be just too tough a row in terms of uh, making a, a living? Uh, is that why people have moved on from it? Well, that's a good question. It's probably a few reasons. One is that there's an, you know, an aging farming population, and uh, not only in Christmas trees, but you know, in many forms of agriculture, we need a younger generation to come along and put their hand to the plow, so to speak. Sure. Uh, we just have to figure out ways to, to help them do that. So, uh, and just a curiosity question, if one, only one in four natural Christmas trees in British, sold here in B.C. over the upcoming weeks is actually grown here in B.C., where do the other three trees come from, three of the four? Are they coming from Canada or are they coming up from the States? Well, I would say until about 15 years ago, most of them were coming from Oregon and Washington State. Uh, but now with the disparity in the dollar and less production in those states as well, um, more trees now are coming from eastern Canada, primarily Quebec. Ah, okay. So that, that comes with its own set of challenges. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, there's yeah. a whole matter of getting them from about 2,000 miles from Quebec to uh, tree lots in, in Metro Vancouver, and that uh, that includes a fair bit of transportation cost, I would think. Yeah, and especially with the price of fuel now. So uh, it is getting harder to get trees from outside the province. So the solution and what we're trying to do with the association is to um, encourage more growth of trees here in the province. And it's certainly not due to lack of demand, I should think, Paul. It, it, it seems that, and I'm looking at it from a distance, and this is why I'm sort of broaching the subject at all, it seems to be pretty consistent year to year to year. Uh, there will be X percentage of Christmas trees will be real natural trees in this province. That's predictable, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um you know, the price of land is prohibitive for a lot of people starting out. Sure. You have to delay gratification for seven or eight years until you get your tree from a seedling to something of a marketable size. Um, so, yeah, and plus, you know, the nature of farmland in B.C., we go from beautiful valleys to steep mountains, and there isn't much marginal land in between mm-hmm. that would be perfect for growing trees on. So the solution is to, I think, long-term, is to be able to grow Christmas trees on crown land, on right-of-ways, whether it's forest service right-of-ways, hydro or pipeline right-of-ways, and uh, make it economically feasible for a younger generation to see a way through. Ah, so they could lease a tract of crown land or some other crown corporation land uh, for the specific purpose of growing Christmas trees, so that would limit what could happen on that land. But nonetheless, it would be using fallow land for a purpose. Yeah, I mean, I think of, of Japan, for example, you know, 
every square inch of land in Japan is utilized in some fashion. And I think uh, Japanese folks look at Canada and think, wow, look at that potential. And we, I think we need to wake up and see the potential for all of those marginal lands. What about the uh, the appetite on the part of, say, BC Hydro or, 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 or the Crown itself, the government uh, and with all of that Crown land, for, for some kind of lease arrangement for the very specific purpose of growing Christmas trees, which represents, I would think, minimal footprint stuff, right? Yeah. Well, I know that uh, there are some leases on hydro land already. Okay. Um, I've looked into growing on the right-of-way because right now we have this blank canvas, you know, that's 60 feet wide running through the province. That would be, in some areas, perfect for growing trees on. Uh, But uh, in my inquiries with... um, Trans Mountain, it was kind of like the answer is no, now what's your question? So we have to do some more work on that. Ah, okay. But uh, so, uh, but in terms of the Crown, in terms of Victoria, for example, that would be uh, one of the ministries, have, have you had any overtures uh, to them and, and received any kind of indication that there might be some interest? Well, I, just in the last week, I've written a letter to um, Minister of Agriculture, Alana Popham. Sure, yep. Uh, asking for an audience with her and some support. Last year at our AGM, which was on uh, my home farm, Woodsong Christmas Trees, um, we invited our local MLA. Um, oh, her name eludes me at the moment. Um, Kelly Patton. Okay. And uh, she was gracious enough to come and offer support. And she said, how can we help? So hopefully this letter um, indicates some ways in which the government can help. Well, it would seem to be, uh, and again, let's talk about demand, if you don't mind, Paul, because uh, it, that is a constant. And, mm-hmm. and even though it's, it goes it, it more uh, or slightly more or slightly less fashionable year to year to year, the demand essentially remains the same. How many Christmas trees, real Christmas trees, will be sold in B.C. this season? Oh, about 400,000. Wow. Yeah, so it's, and plus, like I turn, I could probably sell five times as many trees as I'm producing right now. And I'm sure that's true for other growers as well. Um, you know, the, our domestic market is 300,000 trees short. Uh, you know, I get questions about, you know, shipping trees to Hong Kong and, you know, uh, Japan and, and, you know, let alone the international market. That's, right. That's potential. Hmm. So um, get to tree early is what I understand. And to that end, uh, you're open for business today, correct? We're open for business this weekend. We close for a week to ship out all our wholesale trees, and then we're open daily starting next Saturday. Okay, and where do we find the farm, Paul? My farm is uh, Woodsong Christmas Trees. I am about four four kilometers south of the Lindell Beach end of Caldas Lake. Okay, well, we wish you considerable success this season, and we thank you for taking a few moments out of a busy morning to bring us up to speed with all of this stuff. It's It seems difficult to grasp at first, but there it is in, in black and white. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate yeah. it. You're welcome, Sterling. Have a good day. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.